Considering to go away for college is a hot topic for young Muslim women and their parents. Some families say, you know, it's no big deal. And for others, even suggesting it is like the most haram thing you could ever suggest. Well, today I'm going to get into what really happens when a girl goes to college with some true stories from some sisters that I know personally and what happened to them that women rarely share in public. Grab a cup of coffee, clear your schedule for the next 20 minutes or so. You are not going to want to miss this one. Hello, alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslima Speaks, the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. How are you guys on this just, I don't know, it's just rainy, kind of yucky over here in New York, alhamdulillah. But you know what? It's been so cold lately. The rain is almost like welcomed <laughs> because, you know, sometimes when you have really, really cold weather and then it's rainy, but at least it's warmer, it's better than nothing. So alhamdulillah, in life, we can always find the good within the difficult, right? Alhamdulillah, because, you know, walking and going outside, whether you're young and you have a, your whole day that you have to deal with your mom with kids and taking them outside, it could be hard. But alhamdulillah, rain is always barakah and we can always find something positive, like I said, within things that we struggle with or don't look forward to. So if you don't already know me, my name is Mindful Muslima. This is the podcast where we discuss all types of mindful living related to uh, living by the sunnah. So we kind of bridge the gap between how to live that mindful life and still keep your Islamic identity, especially in countries like the West. So we are covering things like love, relationships, homeschooling, um, organization, life hacks, all types of things. And uh, today we're going to talk about some, some slight travel because we have a very big topic that is super hot right now which is should young Muslim women go away to college and that's a really tough one for many families and a lot of women don't really want to talk about once they go away some of the things that they end up experiencing and so many things are happening guys but I do want to say a warning right now to any moms who have children in the room if you usually listen to my podcast and you kind of have it open in the kitchen or driving in the car this might be time where you instead want to pause the podcast here and maybe just um, put some earbuds in whatever it is but don't play this in front of young children because I will address certain topics that could be sensitive to young ears and I just want to make sure I say that right now and it's super clear because there are topics that sometimes should only be talked about with adults or maybe um, older teens now that are going to be going you know away possibly to college and they're going to be young women and these are things that we have to make sure that we keep within those spaces so so I do want to give a shout out like I always do in the beginning of my podcast to one of kind of like my faithful followers listeners which is rose elias this is the uh instagram handle she goes by i just want to say thank you so much so many women are trusting me with really really personal life stories and it's just it's just puts me in awe sometimes in some of the um, abilities. See, these are one of the positive things of social media. There can be some negative things for sure. But one of the positive things is when we as women can connect and uplift one another. So Jazekalahe Rose, thank you so much for sharing my content on your IG story and for just connecting with me and sharing with me some of your struggles or um, wins. And, and thank you so much for looking for help for yourself and for other sisters by sharing even 
and any beneficial information that you come across, especially the ones that you shared on my, my platform. Thank you so much. Um, subhanAllah, we do cover a lot and we do cover podcasts two times a week here. So do stay tuned and catch us and our show regularly. Okay, so let's get right into the topic of today. And this topic is huge and it's something to truly consider. So let me just right now say the intention I have for this podcast. The intention I have is to kind of put information out there that we're not talking about that could greatly affect our women and our family. As we know, women are very, very important in our in our deen and we have to make sure that they're protected. And so there's certain things I think sometimes that are cultural things. They could be things that just people are lacking experience in. If you haven't gone to college in the U.S. yet, you might not be aware of some of the things that could happen in living away. I'm not talking about staying locally, guys. I'm talking about specifically sleeping away at college. Now, I'm from New York. That could look like a SUNY school. Um, If you're not near the city, maybe that could be a CUNY school for you if you're in the outside and you want to come into the city. But definitely, it's a situation where you might be either living in an all girl space, a co-ed space, like in terms of dorms, or you might be going off of campus and getting a private apartment or something like that or renting a house with friends. And so these are all types of situations that would fall into the topic of today. So I just want to definitely talk directly to young teens, young women that are looking to do that and to parents as well. I think this should be kind of like that conversation where everybody's at the table understanding what's lying in the road ahead. And this is not meant to be something negative or something positive. The decision in the end is ultimately yours. The decision to choose to go away or not to go away is ultimately yours. I'm just here to provide the information and share true experiences that have happened to multiple women. And um, I've had enough women within my own personal space to share these stories where I said, hey, these stories need to be shared with other women so they can understand exactly what they might be facing so they can maybe get more mentally prepared or maybe decide not to go at all. It really depends on where you are with yourself, your family, and your personal situations. We all have our own situations, okay? So I just want to quickly go through some pluses and minuses of living on campus in terms of like an all-girl, a co-ed, or an off-campus situation and kind of bring in the reality of college life and some potential things to consider. So I wanted to first dive into the all-girl situation. Now, um, I'm just going to tell you some stuff um, from from women. I'm not going to say their names because it's their private situations. And some for myself, obviously, you know me, and I'll explain some things I've personally experienced. I've gone away to college and slept away, and I've also gone locally. So I do understand the differences, and I've gone through them in... Um, New York and specifically. So if you're from outside of New York, welcome to how <laughs> New York colleges can be. And um, if you're from within New York and you're curious and about to go, maybe you get some ideas on what might lie ahead. So um, in all girls situation in dorms, what happens is I do want you to understand that you are going to be coming into situations where you have to deal with all kinds of people. So be really, really um, understanding that however you approach moving into a new area, you're now going to be living in spaces that possibly are with people that have different personalities than yours. They might be Muslim, non-Muslim, all types of religions, all types of backgrounds, way of life, and you have to kind of live in a personal space with them. It is so different than living with your family. It is so different than living with people you already know or friends. Even living with friends can be challenging because it's totally different 
to know somebody and hang out with them versus to actually live with them. And if you've ever had that situation, you might already know that. So it's even I guess more challenging when you get stuck with a roommate or a dorm person that you just did not choose. So in my case, I was put into a dorm with another girl from somewhere else. At first we hit it off. Hey, everything's great. Actually, there were two girls in my room and everybody's, you know, getting along. But eventually, you know, people's personalities come out and then you find things can be a bit challenging here or there. In one of my particular situations, um, I did not know this, but my roommate had mental health issues. She was actually like almost borderline schizophrenic. And there were all types of crazy things that happened with that. But regardless, you know, she's the person in my room that I'm living with. And it's not enough of a complaint for me to like not stay with her anymore. But there were definitely some some weird things that happened and made kind of the day-to-day life difficult. Another thing as a female is like, it's not just the personalities of the different people. Maybe you'll have somebody who's a super clean freak they don't like that you have your stuff like that or they're super sloppy and you can't stand it because their stuff is creeping into your side of the room you're gonna have to learn how to deal with like I said all types of people but the other thing is there's a lot of um pressure and body image issues and things like that and you know and a lot of sharing of things um Maybe you want to, maybe you don't want to share. And these are these are all things you might face, right? So what happens is, um, like I used to have clothes and some of my roommates would be bigger than me or smaller than me and they want to wear my things. It's actually kind of cool because when you're a girl, you have like multiple closets in the room. Like if you have cool friends that want to share, then you have like an expanded wardrobe, right? That sounds really nice. But the truth is, um, sometimes people borrow your stuff. They don't give it back. They ruin it. You know, they just utterly destroy it, to be honest. And usually, you're on on a budget in college you don't have money to replace it so just take care and understand that there will be situations where people want to creep into your space borrow your things and they may or may not treat it the way that you would have treated their things and that goes into the other thing about people having different perspectives on life so I have had roommates and my friends also have had roommates and other sisters I know who just they are extremely opinionated and when it came to for example them wearing hijab and things like that you know day after day they have to hear about why do you have to wear that thing um you know can't you just wear pants a little tighter why do you have to wear all those skirts you know you're in college now like you're not in your mom's house you could break out a little and you know a lot of the women that I know had really really strong Islamic backgrounds but to hear that day in and day out and to be pressured into all that constantly guys it chips away at you and to be honest like I slowly watched their things get tighter and shorter and their hijabs turned into turbans, turned into hats, turned into no hijab at all. So you do have to understand that when you're living in a space with other people, they do rub off in you. And we know that from the Prophet, peace be upon him, when he talked about how like when you leave the space of the person who was sweeping that that the dust will be on your jibab or if you leave the person who sells perfume, you will smell like perfume. This is just common human behavior and sense. So we have to watch and understand that those situations sometimes can be unpredictable and um, for me it was and for many of my friends it was we didn't get to choose who we were with and the fabric of your Islamic identity will be tested okay so that was probably one of the nicer things I could say about college but there are a lot um, more difficult or dark experiences that women experience that I want to touch on now and like I said just I want to make sure like no kids are in the room Okay, so living in co-ed dorms. So this is really hard because um, in co-ed situations and sometimes in colleges, you'll have men and women living in the same building. Now, yes, all women might stay within one room. All men might stay within one room. 
But the fact of the matter is, is the traffic is kind of like fluid back and forth. And the other thing is, I'm really curious, guys, you can comment, you can DM me on Instagram or, or whatnot, but I don't know what the LGBT um, new approach, because this, this wasn't prevalent in my time when I went to college. Um, but like, you know, there's all these lines of gender lines being crossed where I don't know there could you could end up maybe dorming with somebody who um you know has a different way of life in that term and so um it might be an all-female situation but they date females so you know this is something also to consider right you might have to deal with that and is that something you're comfortable with or not comfortable with sharing um spaces sharing um bathrooms because it's always multiple people to a bathroom it's not like a private shower or something like that now with the guy situation it's even more difficult because um, many of my friends and even myself we had situations where we were in rooms with girls but you know across the hall from us was a guy's room and eventually that guy becomes your neighbor now now for myself as a muslima i know exactly how to deal with that i don't really engage i just go about my business and what have you but you have other friends who do not maybe live the same lifestyle as you easily easily men can be going and taking a shower coming out of the shower in the um you know these these joint bathroom situations and just coming out with boxers walking around with boxers shirts off towels wrapped around them I mean guys did this all the time in the dorm room where I was and sometimes they'd even just come in my room and have casual conversations with some of the girls and the girls would talk to them or they would come in our rooms late at night and be study buddies and you know be hanging out cackling and watching videos and this and that and I'm there trying to go to sleep and wake up the next day for class and you know guys were just constantly in my room and it it was like you could make whatever arrangement you want to make people do whatever they want you have to understand you're not your mama's house anymore this is not that safe space where everything's super predictable and if you don't want to deal with it you can just go home you are home you are in this space that is like sometimes almost like a train station and then also people stay up late at night you know and then let's just bring in the alcohol I know yeah the alcohol is not supposed to be there but it is in the dorm rooms maybe people are smoking you know different types of drugs or things like that that kept getting brought into my room music all types of stuff so we had clear understandings and the girls I was with we were pretty nice and everything but it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day there are people all around you up and down the hall want to barge in want to have a chat wanted this and that so the the lines for men and women are constantly going to be crossed in a co-ed situation I just really want young women and parents to know that and don't think when you send your daughter away and she's going into a an all-girls room and and, and even though it's co-ed it's cool like it's 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 definitely some crazy stuff. And the last thing I will mention, which again is why I didn't want to say this stuff out loud, but I need parents to understand. And this was way before, um, you know, I, when I went to college, I went to college in the late nineties where, um, the internet was just taking off. So, you know, the stuff that it was exposed to and online is not the same as now. Now it's just so much easier to get access to really you know, horrible material online. So at the time, um, you know, I just found it odd. I was just studying my room one day and the guys from across the hall, they brought their little mini TV over and it had a little, um, you know, like a CD thing in it. And they wanted to show, cause at the time that's like how people shared these types of things. And they wanted to show, um, they wanted to show, uh, you know, something to another set of girls in my room so they all start sitting down all around this tv and I hear all kinds of things and I hear people I look at them all and they're all like super engaged and I come out and I look behind over one of their shoulders and they're all watching like a nasty porn video okay and everybody's chilling like nothing is happening like nobody's all watching porn in a group setting and I'm like 
like what is this and yeah they would bring stuff like that in my room all the time all types of nastiness so I just need you to know that co-ed settings are super tricky okay and um so even though you're in a dorm even though it's this prestigious college I went to a really nice SUNY school myself and it doesn't matter this is like you living with all types of people from different ways of life and they are just going to do whatever they do and that's just the end of that but I do want you guys to understand that these are some of the challenges that men uh, and women, because men will have the same problem with the female stuff. And then the other thing I want to say, the last part, guys, is uh, I had roommates that would just bring guys home and they would just sleep in the room while I'm right there. So that is also an awkward situation. And we do have to be aware that this is what we're exposing our women to. And as a female, if you don't want to have like people in your room all the time and you don't want to have boundaries crossed, I mean, you might think it's an even better situation to live off campus I would argue it's not for very similar reasons and I'm going to get into that in a minute okay so the last space is when we talk about the um, like having an apartment off campus so having an apartment off campus is something that people think oh that'll just solve the problem I have an apartment off campus and you know like I'll avoid that whole dorm thing and that whole dorm vibe but what happens when you have an apartment off campus or a house off campus is it becomes so easy to have tons of parties and to be next to other people who want you to throw parties and things like that so you have to understand that just because you went off campus gosh guys I live in New York City it's like the the constant thudding of music is crazy I'm so sorry we're doing our best um so like the constant you know living off of campus and being around people and having the space to now throw amazing parties is also a real factor so I just want to be super super clear about that so um you know I've had friends who have lived off campus they've had parties they're young women and they have they threw a party thought that was gonna be a great idea guys came over they were high coked up on on different types of drugs because people come to your party on drugs sometimes guys let's just be honest and and you may be like well I'm not gonna participate in that party but you live there so when they throw a party guess who's having a party everyone and even if you want to lock yourself in your room drunk people are gonna come banging on your door there's gonna be um, you know people like I said on drugs and so the the one sister you know she wasn't a, she wasn't a Muslim she she was Muslim in the house um, but um, she was not trying to be involved, but she went downstairs and one of the guys was coked up and he took her by the neck and he just threw her off the porch. And, and, you know, she was just there trying to be like, Hey guys, you know, da da da, like, just like, don't come in my space or I'm going to be up here or, or just trying to say hi and go back about her business. But you don't know who's coming into these spaces. And, and this is a really scary thing. So I really want when people to understand that this is real. I've also had sisters who unfortunately decided to live off campus in fraternities or sorority, excuse me, sororities and in sororities they had to do initiations and they didn't realize what it involved it involved sometimes women and again this is why I said don't put children in the room and I'm sorry guys I want us women to understand what's really really happening and they were talking about women would have to strip down in front of other women and then they would take markers and circle all the fat on their body and they would all laugh at them and and make them feel inadequate and this was part of the initiation for being part of a sorority and these are things that are really really important for us to understand that we are subjecting ourselves sometimes to things that we're not aware of and then you know that that sister did go through a lot of psychological stuff because part of being part of the sisterhood quote unquote in a sorority was being made to feel this or that way because that's what they do there's a lot of humiliation 
humiliation and then acceptance that everybody loves you and you're in the sisterhood. It's not like the sisterhood of Islam. Alhamdulillah for Islam. Islam is most merciful. And so these are real things that happen in colleges. And I feel like I see so many of our families send women away and they don't know what they're going to experience. Everybody says, oh, there's a private house. It's going to be fine. Oh, there's an all girl dorm. It's going to be fine. So I want our young women to be mentally and emotionally and psychologically and physically prepared. And that's what, that's, that's it. Now, the last thing I'm going to say, which is the worst of it. And I, and I, again, I implore for parents, if there's children in the room. And again, I'm, I'm being as little explicit as possible, but I want to make this super clear of the dangers. And I feel a great responsibility as a woman to tell other women to protect themselves. I've had friends who were raped very badly, not even raped by one person, but by multiple people at the same time because they were attacked in these types of situations and they were minding their business and they were drugged. They were drugged by basic things. They weren't trying to drink. They weren't trying to do, and they were drugged. And now like one of them in particular, she can no longer have children. This is very, very real, guys. I want to be really real about the dangers of that uh, we're putting ourselves into and just be really, really understanding that when you choose to sleep away, you're no longer in the house of your family. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, he talks to us about not traveling alone. Because to me, it's still kind of like a form of traveling. And you know, and, and you could say, oh, I have good friends or I know women that'll be there. But when you travel at night, they're women, they walk at night. They, get, they end up staying late in these apartments or these after parties or these things. And they think it's no big deal, quote unquote. And it could be so dangerous. And I want us just to be aware that these are things we have to keep in mind. Okay. So in closing, I just want to tell you guys just some things to consider. One, number was four things just to consider. Okay. And understand other than whatever I've already told you. Number one, you are going to have your morals challenged. You are. That's the understatement of the year. Okay. Things are going to be extreme sometimes. And sometimes they're not such a big deal. Might just be like, you know, changing your clothing a little bit. But after a while, things are going to feel normalized. Normalized to dress a little tighter. Normalized to hang out with guys in the same room. Normalized to have that music playing in the background. Everything's going to start to feel normal. If you haven't already, catch my uh, podcast on Sarah's story. You'll catch more about one sister went through some experiences. It wasn't as extreme as this. I'm going to be honest. But it was how she slowly slowly lost herself so please do um, check that one out I'll link it below number two um, your space is always going to get kind of barged into in some respect could be emotionally could be physically and just understand that you have to have some skill sets in terms of dealing with people of different perspectives and personalities um, before you go into that space because you're not in your mama's house anymore okay it's a really different situation number three the overall vibe of college is not maybe what everyone has told you it is for me it was not educational at all it was party party as much as you can and study enough not to fail and just to pass so you can say you got a degree in the end I went to a Sunni school in the beginning and then I switched out of it. Alhamdulillah, I couldn't take it. After about a year and a half to two years, I found it so revolting. I tried to do the traditional go ahead and be a career and go to, to the top school. And, and guys, it was so revolting. I couldn't even stay and I ended up going to a local school and living at home. And that's my honest story. So, um, you know, the overall vibe of college is not collegiate. It's not to be highly educated. It is not the culture of the West here. It is to have fun, YOLO, live, experience, do Try to catch that education while you're doing it. Even if you have a couple friends who are really, really good on the dean, they're really, really um, you know, serious, the challenges still exist in a, in a go-away, sleep-away situation. And the last one, guys, that I really want to drive home today is safety is paramount. It is a real thing. Women are getting attacked, raped, things like that. I want to be really real 
about the dangers that exist in those situations. I have personal friends. One of my friends, she didn't even tell me till after we came home after college. She was so embarrassed. And she didn't even do anything, guys. She was drugged by like the roofies or whatever they had back in the day. And I'm sure they have something worse now. And it wasn't even her fault. But she felt so much shame. And I just want to say as women, we really have to protect ourselves and understand the challenges that come with these things. It's not just go away, have fun, I'm independent. It's not like that, guys. There are some real reasons why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, he put some real guidelines for us in terms of safety and traveling alone and going into these spaces as women and leaving our houses and things like that. So in the end, guys, all decisions are yours. But I did want to leave the real facts on the table to help parents to make more educated decisions and to help um, young women to understand the challenges that lie ahead as you choose that path if you do so. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all, help all of us to gain the, the ilm, the great education that we need but not at the expense of ourselves or our deen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you. I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.